Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode 71, How to Take a Meal to Someone. Is there anything that's better than someone bringing you dinner? I'm convinced that one of the best gifts you can give or receive is a home-cooked meal. But for years, any time I'd have the thought that it would be a really nice thing for me to take a person a meal, maybe they just had a baby or surgery or a loss in the family, I would immediately get stuck when it came deciding what to make, what to take them. I finally got sick of that feeling. I was like, I am going to figure this out. I'm getting rid of the decision fatigue and stress that surrounds deciding what you should take and try and refine the process of bringing a meal to a friend who needs it most. Food has always been my love language, and I love the ritual of knowing that when I want to support a friend, I can do it confidently through food. So that's what we're going to talk about today. My best advice for taking a meal to someone and giving you all of the steps you can easily follow to do the same. But first, let's get into a few recipe ideas you could throw on your meal plan for the week. First up, baked chicken taquitos. These are delicious. They are top 10 recipe for my family right now. Everyone loves them, and if you are raising young children in your house, you know how incredible it is to find a recipe that every single person likes. This recipe is not only good because it's delicious, but it is a recipe that freezes great, so I can make a double batch, keep some extras in the freezer. It's my son Ollie's favorite after-school snack, but it's also great for a weeknight dinner, so I am definitely going to double up when I make them this week, stick some in the freezer, and then we'll have it for dinner as well. We're also doing a slow cooker Philly cheese steak night. So I'm going to pop something in in the morning, let it cook all day, and hurry and throw these sandwiches together. This is a great way to take that same meat that you would use for like pot roast and potatoes and do it in sandwich form. And bonus that we're going to put melted cheese on it and it's going to taste delicious. So really simple recipe and recipe club. This one is great. Finally, we've got a super busy week coming up. I'm already bracing for it. And so I've got a five ingredient recipe on the meal plan that utilizes a favorite ingredient from Trader Joe's, which is their orange chicken. And it is their most popular ingredient sold. So it's an orange chicken and broccoli. I throw a red pepper in there and it's really delicious. It's like one of those meals that it's when I maybe typically would have driven through like Chick-fil-A or something like that, or I would have door dashed in a panic or ordered pizza. This is so much easier, cheaper, and I can get some veggies in there. So these orange chicken and broccoli bowls are great, and that's going to help us on one of our busiest nights this week. So there are your recipes for the week. You can find and print them all in Recipe Club individually or in our weekly meal plan with easy to follow shopping lists broken down by recipe. As you guys know, Recipe Club is an awesome resource that gets you access to family tested, quick and simple recipes on the internet without being bombarded by banner ads, long blog posts, and stories. I have found 
accessing recipes on the internet to be really frustrating over the years. And so that's why I created Recipe Club is to have a space to do it easily, have a trusted resource you can come back to over and over again. All right, let's jump into the back half of the podcast and discuss how to take a meal to someone. I can't think of a more personal or heartwarming gift for someone in need of a pick-me-up than bringing them dinner. It's just something that can be so special about a meal you made yourself with your own hands. And I feel like when you show up with that, it says like, I care about you. I spent time on you. I thought about your needs and I'm here to help. It's important to me that I can help you. And while you certainly can send pizza or DoorDash, it just hits a little different when it's a home-cooked meal. So I really want to get into this because it's a really nice thing to be able to do, but I also understand that it can be overwhelming to take a meal to someone. Um, but truly, like, think about it. Think about the exhausted mom who just had a baby, your grieving friend who just lost a parent, or maybe they're going through a divorce, or a neighbor who just had a knee replacement or got in a car accident. Developing the skill to have the confidence to pull together a meal for someone last minute that's going through something like this, it's just like a good skill to have in your tool belt of being a good human, right? So we've all found ourselves in situations in life when sometimes we could have used a meal. And if you're anything like me, I have been on the receiving end of that and I will never forget how much it meant to me. And that's one of the re reasons that I really wanted to kind of nail down how I could be good at taking people dinner. So I thought it might be helpful to break down these specific steps and we could even call this like the recipe for dropping off dinner. And so that might be helpful if it's something that you want to do more often. Maybe you have done it before and you find it to be overwhelming or maybe it's something that you want to do. Let's just run through these steps. So the first step for me always is to reach out and let that person know that you're bringing dinner. Don't say, can I bring you dinner? Just say, I'm bringing dinner. But then I do, whether they like it or not, but I do recommend that you also in that, whether it's a text or a phone call, you ask, I just want to confirm, does anyone have any allergies or aversions that I should be aware of? Anything you're craving? Can't wait to bring you dinner. So just because I feel like the default for so many people is to say, oh, don't worry about it. No, 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 I'm fine. No, it's always awesome when dinner shows up. Always, 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 always but it is nice and considerate to ask about allergies and aversions. So that's something I like to do. Then you have to choose what to make. This is the hardest part, I feel like. You wanna have a go-to list, even if it's just three things that you can kind of rotate between. There's always, like, I feel like everybody defaults to lasagna. For me, the dish I make most often, for sure, is my big ziti. It's because it's a hit. It like people love it, but I don't want to take it every single time. Or if I'm taking a meal to someone that I've already made that for, maybe I want to take them something different. So I have this list in two separate places. I have one, it's in a note in my phone called Drop Off Dinners. And then I have a list in my recipe binder as well of all the dinners that I find to be easy to take to someone. So this includes my baked ziti. This includes the baked chicken taquitos that I'm actually making this week for my family. Oh, cook-off chili is in there because I love, I mean, gosh, that chili is so good, especially with cornbread and oh, it's so yummy. Um, it includes my Italian bolognese. Like there's, I've just got a couple in there that I 
know that I'm not going to feel overwhelmed with. And guess what? All of those recipes are super easy to double. So I can make it for my family and double it up to take to somebody else. And that's really a great way to, to approach it. Bonus points, if you want to deliver a meal that could potentially be freezer friendly so that if they don't end up eating it that night, they could easily pop it in the freezer and have it another night. So almost all of those things I just mentioned, literally all of them, the taquitos, the ziti, the chili, like the bolognese, you could freeze those things. So we'll talk about some instructions in a minute, but put together a go-to list, put together a go-to list. I like including a very simple side dish that I usually don't spend that much effort making. So I want you to think of like a bagged salad. Like if I do my baked ziti, this is my, this is my formula. I make the baked ziti, I include a bagged Caesar salad mix, and I include garlic bread. Sometimes I make that garlic bread, sometimes I buy that garlic bread. And then I usually do some sort of dessert, but decide how you're gonna deliver it and really make an effort to deliver it in something that does not need to be returned. So if, you're, if you've decided you're going to be a person that takes a meal to someone, you know, half a dozen times a year, just go on Amazon and buy like, you know, half a dozen of those 9 by 13 aluminum pans that you can just drop off. So no one has to worry about it, returning it, because that, be, that can be overwhelming when someone's processing something. If you're feeling extra, include a dessert. And that could be bakery cookies, ice cream, frozen cookie dough balls, good chocolate, anything like that. But I will tell you, for me, typically I focus on home, making like a home cooked main course. And then when it comes to the sides and desserts, I usually outsource those unless I've got stuff on hand. So that's something I'm either picking up from Costco or the grocery store or the bakery. And, and I'm just focusing on, on the main course. But by all means, if you've got the time and the bandwidth to make it from scratch, do that. After you've kind of decided what the menu lineup is going to be, you'll need to do the grocery order and then make the meal. When you make the meal, I suggest, if possible, you're going to transfer it or cook it in something that doesn't need to be returned. So like we said, those disposable containers or the resealable bags, or even if you wanted I had one time someone bring me um, a dish that was made. It was a chicken pot pie that was made in a cast iron skillet. And she was like, keep it. I don't need it back. It was 20 bucks. Keep it. And I thought that was so nice. So that's another thing you could do is just have a container that you tell them to keep. That's something you could consider. But when I make the meal for somebody. I really like if I'm able to, to drop it off warm. Now I'm not always able to coordinate this like perfectly, but to, so that they literally just have to open up the door, take it to the table, and they can nourish themselves and their family right there. So I try so hard to, and the more you take a meal to someone, the more you'll be able to kind of figure out the timing a little bit. But if it can be taken warm, I think that's really, really great. Then one of the last things you want to consider is instructions. So Depending on what meal you're taking, you might need to include some sort of instructions, reheating instructions, um, if the food won't be consumed right away or there's a chance they might freeze it, freezer instructions, things like that. Um, even just like with those instructions, a little note saying you've got this, thinking of you, 
if you wanted to print out the recipe and include the written recipe, that's another nice touch, but just give them some sort of direction. Like when I take my baked ziti, I just take a Sharpie and on the top of the aluminum pan, I'll put bake at 400 for 20 to 25 minutes, or if freezing, make sure cooled completely, transfer to freezer, freezes for three weeks, reheating instructions overnight. Like I've, I've got it, like got it down. But sometimes I'll just do that, not even on a piece of paper, but just right on top of that disposable container. So give them some direction there. And that's it. So those steps are, you're going to reach out. You're going to say, I'm bringing you a meal. Any allergies or aversions. Then you're going to choose what you make. And you're going to think about a side dish in a dessert. And if you can possibly outsource that. If you're able to, Think about how you can make the meal in something that they do not have to return to you. Think about that in advance. You're going to make the meal. You're going to possibly double it. So your family has one thing and you're taking another. And then you're going to include some instructions before you drop it off. Those are the steps. That's what I follow every single time I do it. A couple of additional thoughts I like to consider that if you want to help out with dinner or some meals, but you don't live near someone, you could totally spearhead creating a meal train through like Sign Up Genius, or I think there's a site called Take Them a Meal. And that's some, a way you could be helpful from afar. Um, those are really fantastic. Whether you tap into a friend group or a church group to get people to really support them, that's a great way to go. I want to offer up this tip because this is how I felt when, when I was receiving meals after going through a tough time is it's okay to drop and go. Try and be aware of who you're dropping off to. They may want to chat. They may want that physical conversational support and they may just need space still. It's not personal. It's just like a product of the situation at hand. So you may want to text hey, I'm coming over with the meal. Do you want me just to drop and go? What's best, drop and go or you want to chat? And kind of let them lead in, in that situation. The last kind of random tip I wanted to offer up is that if making a meal doesn't make sense for whatever reason, you could pick up some groceries and drop some groceries off. Like I'm talking snacks, easy meals. If this is someone you're close to, maybe a couple of favorites, like if, if they're a Trader Joe's person and you know that they love, you know, this particular ice cream or this particular frozen meal or something like that, a bag of groceries can go a long way as well. So there you have it, guys. A couple of my best tips for taking someone a meal. I know that I have been just so, I have been, I, I will never forget the times that people have brought us meals and they have meant so, so, so much. So I love the idea of trying to be the type of person that's able to take someone a meal and just getting good at it because the more you do it, the easier it feels and it doesn't feel quite as overwhelming. All right, let's finish up with the weekly Gimme Five. These are five things that made my life easier or more enjoyable this week. This week, I got to do something really fun with an old friend from college. I have a friend who has an incredible company called Studio McGee. You've probably heard of her. Her name is Shay. She's lovely. She's built this incredible home design and e-commerce company. And she invited me to be on an episode, an upcoming YouTube episode of a new show she's launching on YouTube. And I'm so excited. So we went and we cooked together. And um, it just was like the highlight of my week. And I... For the first time in a long time, I went to into the store. I went into anthropology, place I like to shop. And I didn't worry about going straight to the sale rack. I just walked the floor and I bought a top to wear that 
is the top I wanted. And it was such a like therapy. It's like, oh, this is, I'm just going to do this thing for myself and I'm going to buy this top. I'm going to wear it and it's going to be great. And it felt awesome. And it's such a cute top too. So I'll link to that top. Um, you're going to be able to find all the links to all of these things in my weekly newsletter. If you guys aren't already signed up, you can sign up at kelseynixon.com um, and you'll get links to all of these. But it's this beautiful top from Anthropology. It's cream and it's got floral on it. It's just, it just made me happy. So if it's time, and it doesn't have to be, a, you know, it could be walking into Target and doing the same thing, but you might need, you might need a little pick me up. You might, especially dead of the winter, this could be a good time to treat yourself to a top. All right. Another thing we used in this shoot that is just been like making my life easier at home are these mason jars with plastic lids. So we all know what a mason jar is. You guys know I'm a big fan of making salad at home and particularly salad dressings because they're not hard and they taste so much better. But the problem with a mason jar is that the metal lids can rust pretty easily. And that can be really annoying when you're using a mason jar consistently throughout the week for something like a vinaigrette or a salad dressing. So I was so thrilled to find these plastic lids that are made specifically for mason jars that don't rust. And um, it just makes it feel a little easier to keep those on hand. I also, on Shay's show, which is kind of entertaining and food focused, we talked about how great it is to make dressings in a mason jar because they can go straight from the fridge and directly to the table. A mason jar kind of has that homey, rustic look and feel, and it's something that can go, you know, it's it's does a double whammy where you can actually make the dressing in the jar simply by shaking it up and you can put it right on the table. The third one, um, oh yeah, we also use this on the segment, my olive oil sprayer. We use this because we made homemade croutons in the episode and um, I have been having a resurgence with my air fryer, mostly because I think it's the greatest tool in the kitchen for leftovers and making vegetables delicious. And that oil sprayer is just the best way to evenly coat, whether it's a vegetable or it's bread because we're making croutons. Because like when you drizzle olive oil, sometimes you get a big glug in one place or another and the sprayer just gives a nice even layer. So I feel like everyone should have one in their in their kitchen. Um, my Serenoni robe, my waffle robe, maybe my favorite thing I've purchased in the past six months. And it, um, I'm just realizing like I literally start every day in that robe and I end every day in that robe. It feels like a warm hug. And where we are in, you know, towards the end of February, I just want to be cozy. And this, this robe literally epitomizes coziness. Like it is so, so good. So, and I think I've got a code with them. Kelsey Nixon should get you, I think 10% off. So check out their waffle robe. So great. And then finally, um, as you guys know, I was traveling this week. I got a new phone case. It's a brand that I've seen for a long time. And I finally bought myself one, a Wally case. And I love it because it's got a little card holder in the back and a little loop that I can kind of hold my phone with. And I'm like into it. I'm really into it, especially for traveling. I like that I could put my ID, slip it in the back of my phone, and I didn't have to like rummage through my bag to pull out my ID or get it put away super quickly. So I love it. I'll have to show you guys the, the cover I got. Um, but great phone case. So happy I got one. That's it. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. This podcast really is just meant to be like a quick 20-minute listen while you map out your meals for the week. I just live and die by listening to a podcast when I meal plan. It's like I can't do one without the other. I 
love that I can habit stack those things. So um, that's how it's meant to be used for you guys as well. Next week, we're going to be chatting. I'm going to answer your questions. So we'll be asking for those questions on Instagram and in our weekly newsletter. So if there's any question I can answer for you, please send it my way. And um, that's going to be so fun. So thanks so much for listening today, you guys. I'm so glad you're here. Until next time, happy cooking. I'm Kelsey, and we'll look forward to chatting with you next week. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.